Hi, and welcome to the Ballyhoo Bridge podcast, where we are your bridge out of chaos. I'm your host, Heather, and I've discovered the thing I enjoy most in life is helping people get unstuck. What do I mean unstuck? Well, are you stuck in your own chaos? Are you either struggling to quiet the noise and figure out your next move, or you know what to do, but you have no idea how to actually do it? Whether it's trying to understand all your spiritual desires or trying to grow a solo business. And now you're asking why I'm talking about both, right? Well, because it's been my experience that spiritual growth and solo business often go hand in hand. And that with the desire to grow, in comes the chaos. No matter where you are in that journey, you often just need someone to take you by the hand and help you bridge the gaps to your next goal, your next success. You need help to quiet the madness and understand your options. So we're going to talk about spiritual things and sometimes business things and probably a few other things too as we move through the chaos and cross the bridges. I hope you'll come along with me. Hi guys, I actually have something that I really just want to talk about um, for this episode. I'm, I'm on a struggle bus, I'll admit it. And these past couple of weeks, I've just kind of been in a fog, a bit of a depression, and I'm trying to just sort of work through those emotions, I guess. And of course, in the middle of that, I'm still on my whole, what does my Christianity look like journey. But in the past couple of weeks, I've watched two people that I love very much that are going through some really rough life events. And I'm finding myself struggling sort of how to process all of that, partially so that I can figure out how can I help them and how can I be there as a friend for them, especially when I have all these emotions that I'm trying to work through. Have you guys ever been through a life-changing event yourself? And I don't mean sort of small day-to-day things that happen. I mean the big ones. I mean divorce where you suddenly find yourself having to rebuild your whole life alone. Or job loss where with that loss, the next step in your life may literally be that you're homeless or that you have no food to put on the table. And then, of course, there's the... um, There's the really big one where you've lost a loved one. And I know that I've talked before about how I don't really deal well with the whole unknown part of life. And evidently I'm not that great with the why either. So as I started listening to these events that my friends were going through, I found myself sort of drawn right back to all the times that something like this has happened in my life. And the thing that was interesting was I was noticing, you know, the feelings that come up when you lose a job or when you actually lose someone in your life are actually very similar. And then I thought, well, that's weird. These are not the same things. But the emotions that they brought up, they really were. So then I thought, well, Maybe that's not that weird because, I mean, loss is a loss, right? Especially if it's a life-changing loss. I mean, really, am I wrong? Think about it. 
if you've had a loss like this in your life and you look back at it, when someone looked at you and said, can we talk? What happened? That knot formed in the pit of your stomach and you knew every instinct you've ever had kicked in and you knew that it was going to be bad. You're suddenly nauseous and sweaty and you have to sort of force your legs to actually move. So then you hear those words, those awful words, and it's almost a surreal experience. You feel like this isn't really happening to me. I must be watching this happen to someone else. There's no way that they're really talking to me, but they are. And you may even find yourself crying, being able to be emotional. I apparently cry when I'm sad and angry. I hate that I cry when I'm angry. That's a different conversation. My point is you find yourself in this sort of fog. And one thing I noticed was that suddenly my routine was just gone. I normally would have walked out of that office and gone back to work. But now I've just lost my job. So now what am I supposed to do? I had days where after I lost, you know, specifically my parents, I would go home and I would get ready to go back to the hospital the next day. But now that wasn't going to happen. So what, what am I supposed to do next? And sometimes people will come and they'll tell you what you need to do. And, and often you go, yeah, that, that is what I supposed to do. I, I knew that. Why didn't I think of that? And then of course you have the people asking you, is there anything I can do for you? What can I do to help you? And you hear yourself answering. I mean, there's really nothing I can think of. Because I don't know that you are really thinking at that point. You're you're pretty lost. And you've kind of lost the ability to figure out what it is that you need. Because your whole life is now different. And you don't know when you'll ever recognize it again. If ever. Of course, then the events of that day start playing on a loop in your head. And at some point you reach a moment where you just, you can't breathe. It's usually that point, that moment, that event. And you feel like there's an elephant just sitting on your chest. And then suddenly you're crying again. And you're wondering, what could I have done differently? You're, you're willing time to reverse so that you can do that thing so that you can make a different choice and then therefore have a different outcome sometimes you'll barter for any outcome other than the one you got it's in those moments for a job loss in particular no matter how much work you've done no matter how much you've fought your demons and done the inner work there's one narcissistic asshole that can bring back every trauma trigger you've ever had in your life and leave you a blubbering mess. And then there's the loss of the loved one. How many of you immediately blamed yourself? No matter what the circumstance was. For my mom and dad, I beat myself up for months wondering all the things 
could I have gotten them better treatment? Did we try hard enough? Did we give up too soon? No, we didn't. But you're in your head and you're watching that loop and you're blaming yourself for every little mistake, whether it was real or imagined. And now it's magnified. And you're thinking, if I could just go back, I could make it better. I could not fail. And the hardest thing to believe in that moment is that you didn't fail. The truth is, even if you can look back and say, you know what, I could have handled that better or I could have handled it differently. The fact that you handled it the way you were supposed to in that moment is almost impossible to comprehend, much less actually accept. Now, you know what happens next, right? That's when the reasoning starts. That's when we're figuring out the why, because people don't understand why these horrible things happen. And of course, when you lose someone, you'll have people come and tell you things like, you know, they've probably just fulfilled their purpose here on earth. And now they've gone home. And of course, they're, they're saving a place for all of us. And we're going to see them again one day. And I know they're trying to make me feel better. And I get it. And I appreciate it. My first thought was usually, how in the world can you think that their purpose was greater than my need for them how I swear there were points where people said it so many times that I just wanted to punch them in the face I mean really but then y'all I actually said it to somebody else the other day I was horrified with myself all I could think was what the fuck is wrong with you and the truth was I was just trying to think of something to bring them some comfort and some peace and then of course when you lose your dream job you get the whole oh but that's just opening up a, a new path for you that's going to bring you a better opportunity it's 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 leading you to the place that you're actually meant to be seriously i'm jobless and i rent check away from being homeless fuck you the truth is i just wanted to stop the reasoning and people using all these cliched canned responses to tell me the why that this has happened I want to really know why I don't want your hokey spiritual bullshit I want cold hard facts people I want you to explain this hole in my heart because if I can figure out the real why then maybe I can figure out how to fix it and I can go back to my routine and my happiness. The truth is, when people would say things like that to me years ago, I believed it, at least to some degree. I believed it because that's what the church people said. And I was embedded in the church. I was a church person. You know, it, it gave me peace in a time of ridiculous craziness. That's what my religion told me to believe. It's based in biblical teachings, right? The church believed it. God told us this. But did I really believe it? Or did it just make me feel better? The truth is there was a part of me that, that kind of did. And I really wanted to. 
but I couldn't deny even then that it felt a little empty. And like I said, sort of just the cliched canned thing you're supposed to tell people. And what's really funny is I'm in a time where my religion, at least, is very uncertain. But this is a time that I actually believe it more. Now that I've kind of started letting go of some of that conditioning from my past and truly allowing my mind to open up, I see examples where I really do believe all of those things. I'm being shown examples, you know, by God in the universe all the time. But as these memories are coming up for me, I'm still finding myself struggling. I'm, I'm searching for words that I can share with my friends, family, to try to help them, to give them some comfort, to give them some peace. I really don't know what to say or how to kind of reconcile all of this. Years ago, before I started down this new spiritual journey, my reaction to these kind of losses was very different, to say the least. My emotions would absolutely run away with me. My anger was front and center, and my fear was right there, holding its hand. Where am I now? Well, for one, I'm learning to be grateful, even when times are bad. I mean, let's be honest, it's easy to give thanks to God when things are going well, but what about when they're shitty? Even then, you need to find your gratefuls and pray about them all day, morning, night, whenever it works for you. That actually truly changed my outlook about a lot of things. And I'm learning to let go, like we talked about that last time. I'm learning to have true faith. Now, does that mean that I don't have moments of holy shitballs fear and anger that allows every trauma trigger in my life to flare? Of course not. But does it mean I can process all of this a little better and work my way through it? Maybe a little easier? Yeah. The reality is, no matter what the loss is... The emotions that come with it are big, and they tend to stick around. Getting to the lesson part and the what purpose it served can be different for different people in different circumstances. Here's the truth. For my friend with the job situation, the gratefuls and the mindset adjustments may really be helpful for her, and I'm actually truly convinced that this is leading her to a new path, despite it feeling like a reeling fit of despair and doom right now. I truly believe that there's something better on the horizon and that she's being led there. My friend that suffered the loss is um, a little harder. It's actually a, a lot harder. It's horrific. It's something you can't really explain. It's something none of us can really wrap our mind around one of my fears is that I'll never have words that'll really comfort her that'll really matter but I'm gonna try to be there for her I'm gonna tell her I love her a lot offer her a hug maybe a tissue maybe a box of tissues hold her hand scream into the night whatever it takes right And I know this is going to sound crazy, 
But sometimes you actually need to laugh too. Think about it. Are you and your friends the type that normally cut up and basically act inappropriately? I mean, mine do. Things always seem to lead to something dirty at some point. And then, of course, you act like a 12-year-old and giggle. You may need a little bit of that. Sometimes just having a normal conversation may be exactly what you need. It can bring you back to a place that feels familiar for a minute. can kind of remind you that there's more going on in the world than that grief that's kind of consuming you in this season that you're in. I mean, whatever it takes, right, to work through those emotions and just try to find a bit of peace. It can feel nearly impossible to find something to say when someone is consumed in that much darkness. I think I find myself just thinking, okay, let me let me just try to be a beacon of light so that when they're ready to use it, I'm here. And we all do things that we can think of to do because admit it, you feel so helpless. So you join in on a meal train for the family. You try to help cover some of those unexpected costs. Like I said, you do the things you can think of because that's really all you have a lot of times. But I want you to think about the fact that that's at the time of the event. That's during the loss, which of course is important. And absolutely needed. But have you ever thought about what comes after that? After that is the transition. That's when all the casseroles have been eaten. People aren't really coming to visit anymore. They aren't calling to check on you as often. Uh, To me, the transition is the hardest part. By then, the fog is is starting to lift. Reality is starting to set in. That real thinking is starting to settle back in. Because, you know, when you're in the loss, it's kind of like time stops. But then you start to transition. And suddenly, the world is turning again. And you feel like there was a train to get back onto the world. And it missed your stop or something. So there you are. Alone in the darkness, save for one thing, and that's that reel that's still playing over and over and over in your head. Like I said, it all comes differently for different people and for different circumstances. I'm truly not sure how much wisdom I can really offer here, but I do want to offer some observations of things that I've seen, maybe some things to consider that helped me. Maybe they'll help you. And first, if the loss is yours, if you're the one experiencing it, I encourage you to be honest about it. Just talk to people and tell them what you really feel. They can handle it. I would also say tell people what you need if you can. And of course, if you can't, that's okay too. Know that boundaries are still okay even when you're in the middle of a loss. Maybe sometimes especially when you're in the middle of a loss. Also know that even if you've experienced loss before and it feels familiar, 
they're generally all different and they come with their own set of challenges. So give yourself time. Also know that the offers for help are genuine. Take people up on it if you need it. After a while, your friends sort of move on and they don't mean to forget, but the event is, it's no longer front and center and that darn routine comes calling again. They just kind of lose track. Like, I know it's shitty, but it's true. So call them if you need them. I would bet money that they honestly just didn't know that you needed some money. And I know that you wanted them to. You wanted them to figure it out and to call you. But sometimes we're just oblivious, okay? And we're in our own little world. One of the first bits of conditioning I've had to work on is asking for help. It does not make you weak. It actually shows that you're strong enough to know you need it. I would also say this. Build your tribe and then lean on them. Find that circle of friends you can trust and then hold each other tight. Hopefully before you really need to. Lastly, don't be afraid to recognize when it's all just too much and you need to get some help and you need to find someone to talk to. Now, for those of us that are watching from the outside, I know you're probably feeling really unequipped to help, right? Well, let me ask you something. Do you have the capacity to love? Do you love this person that you know that's going through this loss? then guess what? You're equipped. <laughs> Just be honest. Tell them, look, I don't know what to say right now. And then just be there. Love them. Tell them you love them. Offer them a hug. Offer them a tissue. Hold their hand when they need it. Scream into the night when they need it. Help them laugh when they need it. I promise you'll figure it out as it comes. Then, I want you to make a note to check back in. Your life's going on. Your routine is intact. I would bet money that your friend may just need you to be part of the new routine they're trying to build. You held them tight before, right? There's no need to let go now. The truth is, when I let go of all the traditions and things I learned throughout my life as what I should do and got honest about it and relied on real faith it helped me start to see that what I was really supposed to do was be a real friend instead of the friend I think I'm supposed to be to trust my intuition and to just love now don't get me wrong I am a true southerner and I will find a way to bring you food because food is a thing that comforts everything right right but for the rest of this maybe it's time we all took another look at how we handle loss and more specifically the transition that happens after the loss and maybe we need to get real about what that really means for everybody involved most of us have no idea what we're doing and god none of us are going to be perfect but the more honesty and the more love we can show one another. I mean, I can't imagine it could go all wrong if you take that approach, right? And maybe, just maybe, 
we can make all of this a little easier to navigate. Thanks so much for joining us today. We really hope you enjoyed today's episode and that it was helpful to you in some way. Make sure to like and rate and do all those fun things for our podcast. We really do appreciate it. And of course, check out the show notes for links and any other important information. Also, be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Ballyhoo Bridge. If you're looking for guidance in your journey, head over to BallyhooBridge.com. There you can do things like choose a time for a free 30-minute clarity call with me. And you can find out what Ballyhoo Bridge means, in case you were wondering. In the meantime, don't forget to take care of yourself. Until next time.